we're going to be in, in Genesis chapter 22. And then we're going to be in Luke chapter 17 and in Matthew chapter 17. And uh, I was telling Carol this morning, you know, when you talk about faith, we go back and we think about Abraham, and Abraham's considered the, 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 the father of our faith and, and, uh, and the things that, uh, that he encountered. And I, want to, I want to read these verses, but I want to make a statement beforehand. Uh, Abraham has walked with God most of his life. And I mean, he has a relationship with God where God talks to him and where God leads him and guides him. And so he has been in a journey with God before he ever comes to the mountain. And God's fixing to bring him to a mountain. And, you know, and we think that faith, and, and I love how people. And I guess I'm going to jump back to to Luke 17 and Matthew 17 real quick. Everybody wants a word from God when they're facing a mountain. All you have to do is go out and you can look and and you can talk to people that are out in the world. I spent hours counseling somebody, Carol and I, in our home uh, this past week. And they're at a mountain. I mean, their marriage is at stake. They're at a mountain. And, and, and now they want God's perspective on it. And, you know, I'm, I, you know I, I'm, not a, I'm not a mean preacher. I call myself a mean preacher. But uh, if I'm in a problem, I want somebody to tell me the truth. And I want to know what the truth of the Word of God is. And, and, and that's the answer I want. And so I think I'm a loving preacher that I love you enough to tell you the truth. And, and, and that's kind of where this started. And I've been kind of in Matthew... 17 for a while talking about it, but everybody wants uh, mountain-moving faith, but nobody wants sycamore tree-moving faith. And where your faith has to start is in moving a sycamore tree. And I want you to look at that with me in Luke chapter 17. And, and Jesus classifies these two faiths. And sycamore tree, if you can understand it, we see sycamore trees all the time. Don't we? I mean, we see trees all the time that maybe are standing away. This is more your daily walk with God. That the daily thing, everything you come up against isn't a mountain. Let's be honest about it. I'm ready to go to the mountains, to be honest with you. If I could teach somebody how to feed my pigs and, and bottle feed my calves and take care of my chickens the way Carol and Joseph and me do, I, I'd be on the way to the mountains. But uh, uh, it's, it's a work. And taking care of my German Shepherd and Carol's Yorkie, that little rat running around. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot. And I got two old people out in a garage apartment and, you know, my mom and stepdad. And, and uh, there's a lot. But. You know, I, you know, when I think about the mountains, number one, you know when you're in the presence of a mountain because it's so unusual for us. But the sycamore tree, we overlook it a lot of times. And uh, uh, we tell people over and over and over again, you have to have a daily walk with God. You need to be reading your Bible daily. You need to be, you need to be in prayer daily. You need to be in, in, in some way challenging yourself to draw closer to God on a daily basis. That's the sycamore tree. And when the sycamore tree comes up, what we say is, well, I don't have time. Or I'm so busy. 
or these other things and we put off sycamore tree faith. But I want you to see these two and then we're going to go back to Genesis chapter 22. In, in Luke 17, verse 6, well, you've got to read verse 5. Because the disciples asked Jesus, they asked Him for something. They say, Lord, increase our faith. Make me closer to You. Make me see things through Your eyes. Let me grow in faith. Increase my faith. Give me something that I think I'm ready for. And then Jesus says this, and the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, here we have the establishment of faith, that mustard seed faith, you might say under this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be planted at the sea and it should obey you. Okay? So that's Jesus' classification of that. I want you to flip back to Matthew chapter 17. And I want you to see the other reference. I believe it's Matthew 17, 20. And uh, this is after the man with the lunatic son has come and asked the disciples to heal his, heal his son and they failed. And you know we, we've talked about over that over the last two or three weeks. But what he says in verse 20, and Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, here again we have the same classification, mustard seed faith, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence for and to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. So you have to understand there's two classifications of faith that come directly from the Lord Jesus Christ. And as you think about that, as you go back to, to Genesis chapter 22, you need to be asking yourself some questions because if everything I come up against is not a mountain, and I mean, we live in unprecedented times right now. Uh, coronavirus, if you would have if, if, if told me something like that could happen and, and, and the world be shut down, uh, in the first part of January, I, I laughed at that. I said, there's no way with, with one conference that somebody can shut the whole world down, but yet we've lived through it. And that is a mountain-sized experience in the middle of it, coming through COVID. We look at what's going on in Minneapolis, Minnesota, when we think <coughs> we think one part of it is done, and, uh, and, and we're starting to come out, and then something else comes up, and... And, and, and we've got riots all over the country right now over, uh, over what happened to, uh, uh, to, you know, with the police officer and, and you know, and, and, and in the middle of that. And I don't know how we come through all this. Those are mountains. But in the middle of this mountain experience, there have been sycamore trees every day that you've had to make choices on. And if you don't approach them with the same type of faith, because Jesus said it was mustard seed faith. Mustard seed faith is not the size of your faith. It doesn't have anything to do with it. It's the classification as a mustard seed. He didn't classify it as a blackberry seed or a tomato seed or anything else. What He classified it as is the mustard seed. If you can begin to think, that when I come into G, into relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, He becomes my Lord and Savior. I 
enter into mustard seed faith. All I have to do is believe Him for whatever I'm facing, whether it be a sycamore or whether it be a mountain. I've got to walk through with Him on a day-to-day basis. Now, some of what we have encountered before we ever, because we were brought to a mountain, we have had sycamore trees that we've had to deal with all throughout this. We had to decide how we were going to do church. Now, we are the body of Christ, but they basically locked our building from us and got us to a place where the police showed up and tried to shut us down. And we can't forget those kind of things. There are churches that have been shut down just in this town that have yet to meet again. Because they believe the mountain instead of looking at the sycamore. Because see, the sycamore, I can handle that a little bit better. So all I've got to do, because I am the church, I am the body of Christ, and I have brothers and sisters at the, the building, the four walls and the, and the windows, none of that means anything if I, can, if I can just, in sycamore faith, decide what I'm going to do today to follow God. And that may be going and talking to my neighbor and, and, and cutting their grass. Like that was a sycamore Sycamore faith that was required to go over there and help them to cut their grass, which led into something else, something they've been dealing with for two years, and then that sycamore was a was a, a light pole. And I, you know, as I drove out the driveway this morning, I was thinking about that. If I was waiting for the mountains, I'd have never seen the sycamore trees. But you know, Jesus combined everything we need to know in three statements to the world. When a lawyer came to him and asked him, he said, what, how do I fulfill the law? He, Jesus said this, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Everything you are, everything you ever hope to be. Love God the right way. Love your neighbor as yourself. Your neighbor is this lost world that's out here. That's who that is. That's not your brothers and sisters in Christ. That is the lost world that are looking for signs of hope from us. That we build bridges and we find ways that we can share how good God is and how good God has been to us. And then the third one He told them in John chapter 13, He said, A new commandment I give you, and He's talking to His brothers in Christ that are in the upper room. He said, Love one another as I have loved you, so love you one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. So Jesus put it all. That's your mustard seed faith. If, if, you can, if you can bear with me for just a second. That's what being having mustard seed faith is. It's fulfilling <coughs> those three commandments <coughs> that Jesus gave. Now, I, I don't think I'm leaning too far into a place where our problem comes in is we wait until a mountain comes up and then we want to operate by faith and we miss the sycamore trees all along the way. And that's why I told you, Abraham has served God almost all his life. He has walked with God to a place that he didn't know existed and God has, has brought him there and walked with him and talked with him and set up covenant, uh, created circumcision, which was a sign of the covenant and that's who Abraham is. I don't know how many mountains he may have faced in his faith, but I know every time a sycamore tree comes up, he came up, he trusted God. And your sycamore tree 
Maybe the people in your own household, they're your sycamore trees. But mustard seed faith can overcome that. Do you understand? Mustard seed faith can overcome sycamore trees. We don't preach great sermons on sycamore trees. Right? We always want to preach about mountain-sized faith. So I want to share a message with you today called My Side of the Mountain. You see, all I can see is my side of this mountain. And you know the thing about mountains, they've got sycamore trees that grow on them. And there are times that you have to move to the side and there's times that that sycamore tree is so small you just stomp it down and you keep climbing your mountain. So Genesis chapter 22, that's a pretty good introduction. Right? Y'all want more introduction or you want the message? My side of this mountain. And it came to pass after these things, in verse 1, God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. So God spoke, Abraham answered. Now Abraham has no idea God's about to bring him to a mountain. No idea. So you can't qualify how you respond to God based on the circumstances that you're facing. Are you with me? See, COVID-19 wasn't anything to me, really. It was just a way to prove. Because see, I'd already got a call and went to Children's Hospital in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, and nine days later buried my grandson in 2010. I'd already faced a flood in 2016 when we lost everything. Everything that God had let us be able to get in a building that we didn't own and how do you do church? How do you... Well, we're not a church. We just relocated. We worshiped in my home. And, in, and it, so this is the progression. I mean, we've even built a building right beside my house. And I'm using it for my mule, my lawnmower. Not my mule. I don't have a... I mean, a Kawasaki mule. <laughs> I mean, not a real mule in that field. But, you know, and then, then we located here. So... So coronavirus really wasn't really wasn't a mountain to me. It was it's just unprecedented the times that we're living in. But I've walked with God for a long time. And I walked with God without God for a long time. So I I mean I know the difference. I've almost walked with God as long as I walked without him. I hope he'll let me live to be sixty two years old. Because then I can say I'm half and half and one day more I've walked with God longer than I walked away from him. You understand? And so as you think about those things, this is what that I want you to take from it. When God speaks, you can't ask about the circumstances. You've got to say, God, here I am. I mean, you've got to be in a position like in Isaiah chapter 6 when the Lord, and Isaiah sees the Lord high and lifted up and, 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 and God speaks. He says, Whom shall I send and who shall go for me? And Isaiah raises his hand, he said, Behold, here I am. Send me. That has to always be our answer. You see, uh, Geraldine Johnson, when God said, I got some I, I want to reach Lincoln Park and I want to make a difference in this community's life, Geraldine Johnson said, Here I am, Lord, send me, use me. And she was faithful to that ministry for her for all, her whole life, the whole time I knew her. Never stopped. Because she not only, yeah, it was a mountain, it was a mountain to me, but to her it was a sycamore tree. You understand? Because she lived there. I mean, to me it was something, it was something different. 
it was a mountain to go out and street preach for the really for the first time in America, and, and especially in a, in a neighborhood like that. But for her, it was a sycamore tree. But it's all mustard seed faith. Am I making my point? Can I get an amen if you understand what I'm talking about? Don't ignore the sycamore trees as you walk with God. Behold, here I am. And then God says this, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom you love. And I'm going to stop right there. How many sons does Abraham have right now? Two. Two. Abraham's got two boys. And if you hadn't tore down your sycamore trees over the years and walked with God, you tell God, you say, God, i got another son. His name's Ishmael. He don't mean as much to me. Why don't you take him? But see, I hope I'm, I, hope, I really hope that I'm not, I mean, sycamore trees. God clarifies it. The son that you love where all your future is tied up in. Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him therefore a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. See, he's taking him to a mountain. He gives him some of the details. Now how do you respond in the middle of that? You know you got two boys. You know, this boy is the one you love more than the other one. I mean, look, you do. God clarifies it, the son thou lovest. Why doesn't God try to get to, why doesn't Abraham try to get to a place where he bargains with God? Because he's tore down his sycamore trees all throughout his life. He has operated in faith and he has had a relationship with God that is real and personal, and God's brought him. From mountain to sycamore tree to sycamore tree to sycamore tree. And it doesn't seem that important. The daily walk with God until you're called to a mountain. But when you're called to a mountain, you don't just operate in mountain moving faith. Okay? Because Jesus said it was all mustard seed faith. He classified it. Mustard seed faith. So, to make my point, Abraham has operated in mustard seed faith his whole life that the mountain doesn't scare him so much. Amen. Right? Because it's a place God's sending him to. So what does Abraham do? He goes and cuts wood. Maybe he sends his servant to cut wood. He loads up his wood. He loads up his boy. He takes two servants. And I want you to see, and I want to pick it up right there. <clears throat> and Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son. He cut the wood for the burnt offering, rose up, and went on the place which God had told him. So he starts heading in the direction. It's a three-day journey. What do you think Abraham is battling with right now? You know, for years I thought that he was, uh, maybe he's just frustrated. Maybe he, in his prayer time, he's praying, God, take this, you know, you said your burden was, was light, and, you know, I, I can walk with you in truth. I don't know what he prayed. I believe with this new revelation of 
what mustard seed faith really is because mustard seed faith deals with sycamore trees and mountains. I believe that he has just resolved himself that God is bigger than whatever mountain he's leading me to. And can I tell you, that's a good place. I mean, when you look in, 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 in Psalm 23, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. I believe that's the place that Abraham is. And I, I hope that your faith is getting to a place where He can restore you and you can walk in paths of righteousness for His name's sake, not for yours. That's a, that's a hard place. Because we're so selfish. I was telling Faye about, about pigs today. She said, well, I don't want but one. I said, no, you've got to have two of them. Because pigs are selfish. They, 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 you, know, they, they, you, know, you put feed out and one pig goes and eats and the other one's over here. Well, he's so nosy, he goes over there and he realizes that one's eating and he's eating his stuff. And so then they start, both start eating as fast as they can because they don't want the other one to get their share. Right? That's how pigs grow. There's a purpose in that competition. Now, when you think about where Abraham is, Abraham had walked with God in mustard seed faith. He had walked through and over sycamore trees and mountains his whole life. This mountain God's bringing him to, it's not that, I don't want to say it's not that big a deal. It's just his mustard seed faith has grown so much that it pales in comparison whatever God's calling him to do to break fellowship with God. That's when you do things that turn the world upside down. When you get to a place where it doesn't matter the mountain, it doesn't matter the sycamore tree, my relationship with God is the most important thing to me to keep intact. Now, then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place afar off. And Abram said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the donkey. And me and the boy are going to go yonder and worship. And I want you to see this, 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 this utterance of faith and we're going to come back to you. We're coming back. We're going to go worship on the mountain God called us to but we're coming back through. We're coming back to you. Now, that's not what God told him. God didn't tell him that. God told him, you're going to offer your son, thine only son, the one that you love, what's most precious to you, on a mountain that I'm going to show you. And Abraham walks in mustard seed faith. Three days he's traveled, he sees the mountain. He knows what's going to happen on that mountain. But he tells his servants, we're coming back. Because my mustard seed faith tells me God will never leave me nor forsake me. That I didn't have anything to do with what I've got anyway. And if God decides to take it from me because He lended it to me for a while, God has the power to give it back to me. Because it wasn't mine in the first place. Now, when, when, when you approach God in that way, that is mustard seed faith at its best. That can trust Him not only for the sycamore, the daily walk, 
before those moments that are mountains and the whole world recognizes that it's a mountain. It's a journey. It's a path. Now, <clears throat> Abraham took the wood of the burnt off and laid it on his Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went, both of them together. And we paint a pretty good picture here, aren't we? And they start climbing that mountain. And then his little boy asking, he said, Daddy, I see the fire. And I see the wood. But Daddy, where's the lamb? Because see, all Isaac can do is watch his daddy in mustard seed faith walk a journey that the boy is not privy to yet. I bet that broke Abraham's heart. And Abraham says this, the Lord will provide Himself a lamb. Now, all Abraham can see is his side of the mountain. And there's bushes and there's thorns and there's rocks and there's fire and there's a knife and his, his, his son is struggling under the weight of that wood. All he can see is his side of the mountain. He can't see God's side of the mountain. Because see, what's important is what's on God's side of your mountain. What is it that's over there making its way that as you're faithful in your mustard seed faith and you make it to the top, what's going to meet you having come from the other side? If all you can see is your side of this mountain, you're going to miss God intervening and doing what only God can do at the top. You're going to miss it. If all you want is mountain moving faith, you're never going to walk with God. You're going to struggle in moments when a mountain comes up. But if you learn how to not only operate mustard seed faith with sycamores, and mountains, then no matter what mountain comes up, you're not afraid. That's why in the 23rd Psalm it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Abraham knows God's with him on his mountain. Abraham knows God's bigger than this mountain. Now having said that to you, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Two of the strangest things in the world because one of them is a weapon and the other one is something that you use to comfort and rescue with. See, I felt God's rod as God has disciplined me and treated me as a son. All of my sons have been spanked by me. That may get... OCS involved, I don't know. But I love my sons, and this one can testify that he ain't took nearly as many as the other ones did. Because I'm kind of in grandpa stage. I've kind of graduated to a different to a, to a different place. But I discipline my sons because I love them and because I want them to be successful. 
Because I want them. I'm not trying to grow big old boys. I'm trying to grow men that are going to turn the world upside down that will one day be able to take the Word of God and read it to their own families that will be able to lead in prayer. I'm not trying to grow spoiled, grown-up boys. I'm trying to grow men that will spiritually and physically be prepared for the world that they're facing. And as me and Mr. Bill were talking this morning, it's a bad world outside them doors. This is a safe place right here. But there's people that are outside the walls of this church that that boy, my youngest, he's called to make a difference in that world out there. Am I equipping him and building him to be the more than a conqueror that God says he is? Or am I going to let a sycamore tree get in my way? That's all it is, is a sycamore tree. Can I have faith on a daily basis? You know, I wanted to, I wanted to really preach about heaven, and uh, I, my time—I don't have time to get into it. I really wanted to get into it, but there's a lot of the things that I do and that you do and that we that we experience in life that we need to do them in such a way to realize there's another generation that's watching. And if they're going to learn how to do it, they need to learn it from you. Yesterday, I had a. I had a saw that uh, Karen and I built a two-story chicken condo. <laughs> and I had a saw and I was cutting the boards because I do it the way I had to sit down and I measure it and draw a line and I cut the, cut the board. Well, my saw, the, uh, one of the plug-ins broke off and uh, it wouldn't work. My good saw. And so we finished building the chicken condo and released some young, had some young pullets. And man, they just, they had a time being able to go down and then they was back up that evening. And, and uh, just you trying to utilize everything that you got. And uh, so I was out in the barn, I'm straightening up and, and you know, putting my stuff where it goes because a lot of times it's just carried in and shut it because we had so much rain. And I start calling for Joseph. Joseph, now he's been out there the whole time aggravating me. But when I wanted him and I wanted to teach him something, because I wanted to teach him, okay, this is why you don't just throw a DeWalt skill saw away. You can make a cut and you can graft in and this is how you're going to wrap the, you put them together and pull it and squeeze it and get a good tight bond and, and, and you rewire it and you put it back together and you make it really maybe not as good as new but almost as good as new and I wanted to teach him that this is what you do he's interested in all that hands on stuff he'd know where to be found so I had to do it by myself and when I came in I told him I said where were you? I said I wanted to teach you something I wanted to teach you because if he's going to learn it I want him to learn it from me I want to have such a relationship with him that he realizes that, that he can learn from me and if he'll follow my footsteps, he's going to be okay one day. One day, as Mama said. One day. <coughs> but I want to set that type of example not only for him, but for my grandchildren and for your children. Because I realize that there may be some sycamore trees in the crowd. And I don't want your sycamore tree 
to be bigger than my faith? Because there may be a mountain coming up. And so Abraham is he's there, and he's got to see all this. Let's read it all. And Isaac spake unto his father, verse 7. He said, My father, he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood. Where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And now Abraham built an altar there, laid the wood in order, bound his son Isaac, laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand with the knife to slay his son. And I want to say this because it's very important. You have to be so in tune with God that you're able to hear the next thing He's got to say. Because if Abraham has not had this journey of faith and he gets stuck in the way God used to do things and the way God used to operate, he kills his boy on that mountain. But because he's so in tune with God and he's walking in mustard seed faith, that as he raises the knife to plunge it into his son's chest to offer him, he hears God say, hold up. Hold up. And as he responds again to the voice, as he responds to the voice, they find the ram caught in the thicket. And what does he say? God has provided a lamb. And beloved, I don't know where you're at in your faith journey, in your faith walk. I'm not trying to confuse anybody. This is what I'm saying. You need to walk with God daily. Jesus is the daily bread, daily manna. As you walk with Him daily, sycamore trees will get up and move out of your way. And when you come to a mountain, because you have moved so many sycamores, the mountain won't make you afraid. That's how you walk by faith. That's how you overcome in times like this. Because you know what? President Trump, while I, you know, he's my president, he is not the one who decides what happens with me. Jesus Christ is the one who decides what happens to me because he's King of kings and Lord of lords. And so I just wanted to interrupt and I really wanted to preach on heaven this morning. I had a whole sermon ready and I didn't. But I just want to close in a word of prayer. I hope that you have been built up and that your faith has increased and that you understand a little bit more what's involved in walking with God. And then you bow your head and close your eyes. Father, we love you. We thank you. Father, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You that, Lord, as long as I've been doing this, You can tell me something different. And Father, I thank You that You brought me to the sycamore tree this morning. And I don't know that I've ever seen that in such a way. I may have read it, but I know I've never preached on a sycamore tree. And it being mustard seed faith. Father, I pray that we would grow and be strengthened. And Lord God, that in all things we see Your Son Jesus high and lifted up. Help us now as we leave this place. Father, Wednesday night, we pray that You be with us as we gather in this building again for prayer meeting. Father, I pray we would come with hearts ready for prayer. And Lord God, that we would encounter Your presence.
Father, I pray you just continue to help us and to grow us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's going to end today's service.